What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the T Love and Hip Hop's official podcast. It's your boy, your favorite Uncle Lim Gonzalez. Well, I guess I can't say it's your boy, Jesse Janity, but yo. Cousin Jesse, what's up, y'all? Okay, pasta, it's TK Trinidad. Yo, it's tea time. What a week. Miami and New York are both on fire. Things just got real in New York. Yandy realizes she didn't get the whole story before becoming a foster mother. Meanwhile, Sin and Joe seek help to fix their relationship, but they have to work on themselves first. And Miss Veronica Vega gets a major wake-up call about her career. And Prince, a.k.a. Poppy Shampoo, tries to jumpstart his career, but it needs some more conditioning. <laughs> and Lord, I try to give her some slack, y'all, but Bucky's still out here for no reason. Oh. Let's go! Yo, so we got to get right into it because we got so much to unpack. Um, we're going to start with New York and specifically Sin and Joe. And first of all, I think that I really loved seeing what they did with Dr. Jen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a lot that came out. We really saw where Sin was coming from, you know, when it comes to her child uh, and even dealing with the emotional uh, um, things that were going on and the abuse that she suffered. This is something we didn't know. And she basically didn't really tell only three people in her life. I mean, this was huge. Mm -hmm. What'd you think? I, I, what I actually loved the most about this is uh, sometimes we see a lot of the therapists come on these shows and usually it's like one person talks to that therapist and then that therapist kind of teams with that person to talk to the other one. Right. I love that Dr. Jen, I felt like was a genuine third party. Like she listened to what no Joe biases. said. Yeah, and she came in and she literally, you know, assessed the whole relationship. Um, I loved, sometimes I think Joe doesn't fully hear everything and he still always sees it from his point right. of view. Um, and, you know, I, we, I think I, I saw that when he came back into the room after listening to what she just assessed from saying, like, everything isn't going to fix itself. Mm -hmm. right. But these are the steps. And, you know, this is, yes, it is enough. Because if it's starting out good and this is a good start, keep running with it you know like joe i just think is oh, like he, when he said he didn't know if there's gonna be enough to keep the relationship together yeah like it's like hello we're here working right like, that's negativity well i think too when you're in the situation and it's like the two people in the situation it's always harder to see yeah. the, the bright side of, of it and you know i think too he might um subconsciously be be beating himself up because he he did know the whole situation that happened to sin when she was five and he wasn't able to make that connection mm -hmm. of why you know she doesn't want people you know taking care of her kids and all this other stuff so he might be beating himself up in that sort, sort of way and maybe he thought he was able he could have addressed it but he didn't so that might have been a, an issue as well there was two things uh that were big for me uh in this particular segment one was of which was seeing joe get emotional um and seeing basically that his son coming into this world was a start over for him because yeah. he has other kids mm -hmm. um, and he didn't do a good job, you know, I guess uh, as a father. And so this was his way of, you know, starting over. And I've seen that with other people, um, you know, in the, you know, that whether it's their career, it's the why or the way they, they just weren't ready to have children right. and they just weren't, you know, good parents. Uh, and so seeing him get emotional, that was huge for me because I never seen Joe Carter. Yeah, no. I yeah. had never seen that in any adaptation of Love and Hip Hop. The other big thing for me was when we talked about this before, and I think it was you, TK, that said about it being a cultural situation mm -hmm. about sin, not wanting to leave her kid right. with a nanny. You know, usually it's, you know, the moms or, or aunties that take care of. But really it was deeper. You know, it was the situation where yeah, she didn't trust anybody <laughs> right. because she had been molested at five um, by, a, by woman. a woman that her mom trusted. Right. And that speaks volumes because and to me, it's like that shows that they really need to work on their communication because Joe knew this, but it was something that we never was brought up. Right. Yeah. Um, and so for somebody like Joe, who's always like analyzing and right. being like, right. oh, this is why people like it's interesting that he didn't. Well, it depends too how she, like she may have told him maybe yeah. she told him in a way that she appeared like she got over it mm -hmm. and so he didn't think anything of it opposed to telling him this and she's still affected by it yeah so it kind of depends on how she told him and that also speaks to um 
I wouldn't necessarily say the the breakdown of the family, but if you think like in those in those type of cultures, I think any any family who's come from a third world or from a different country, like you grow up, you have kids, and the grandmothers or the grandparents come and help take care of the kids, but everybody's moving to different places mm-hmm. that you don't have that anymore, and you have to you know childcare is expensive and all this other stuff, and you have to leave your children in the care of other individuals who are not part of the family, and things could happen. Well, actually, it's interesting you say that too because. I've heard similar situations happen, but it's usually someone in the family. Like an uncle that or family it, member. It gets, or yeah, aunt. Or even, even, I've heard the same exact situation, just it being someone's aunt. Um, so I think that that's also what I loved with Dr. Jen. She was like, you know, I don't want, I don't think this is postpartum. Mm-hmm. She said, let's mm-hmm. really look at everything. She put everything on the table. And then she said, you know, and on okay. your behalf, Joe, like there needs to be, an, a, a, you know, a serious screening, mm-hmm. you know, with these people. And like I said, like there are companies that, you know, and this cameras isn't in the house happen. too. Yeah. Like that's a, that I, I was at a friend's house the other day and she said she had somebody babysitting her children. Like, do you have a camera in the house? She's like, no. I'm like, I mean, I don't have kids, but. You just you just never you never know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's also a secondary thing where you can literally go on your phone and see what's happening in your household with the, the person who's at taking care of your times. kids at all sure. times. So, you know, that's that's something that you might want to take or she might want to take in consideration. I thought it was also cool um, kind of foreshadowing when we see them after this go and meet up uh, with Remy. <clears throat> yeah, Remy Ma, Papoose. And basically, you know, kind of discussing the Mackies mm-hmm. and kind of talking about, you know, everything that happened and, and, you know, how there was a miscommunication with a date night that was supposed to take place. Right. Here, Joe wanting to basically be like, all right, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to, you know, have a date night at the crib. Sin doesn't know about this. Wires get crossed. She ends up staying all the night. Right. Joe is staring at candles and then he sleep when she gets home well, because he, he's old. Here's the thing. It's just kind of like if you want to have the date night and you're going to do it at home, like your at-home attire versus your going-out attire is two different things. And as a woman, if you put on, like, the, the go-out makeup with the outfit, with the heels, like, the last thing you want to do is sit at home and have dinner. Like, that might yeah. be something that you'll have later on. But she's, it seemed like she was prepping to go, like, the what she was doing is prepping to go out. Like out. Well, and she, she wanted wants, Joe to join her. She wants, I mean, but that's been always the thing. Even right. when they had a situation in the taxi after his podcast, mm-hmm. um, she wanted to, you know, she got a room in the city and he was like I just want to go home mm-hmm. and I think that just speaks to their age difference mm-hmm. is a huge thing because she's what 25, 25 yeah. and he's upwards you know 40 something mm-hmm. so obviously you know someone who's 40 something they, they don't want to go to age the club two, they don't I can see well, age but Uncle M is that the case yeah about what Going Older like, are you not to trying home. to go out? I don't like, know why, but that I don't know why that would I mean, be Uncle Lem. You said Uncle Lem. I, yeah, I'm an uncle. That doesn't mean I'm old. Just uh, being an uncle, you. But can you're be... older than uh, like we're more Sin's age. You're more Joe's age. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> how old is Joe? I don't know how old Joe is. Joe you're acting like Joe. Joe, is, like, uh, Joe he's according to his... Wikipedia, he was born in 1980. Okay, yeah. so, so okay, thirty-eight old. years 38, old. 38. That's not old. That, no, that's but I mean, compare. Well, no, okay. no, but wait, hold on. Thirty-eight. Why I'm saying I don't even want to talk 25. about age because I don't think that's the situation. What do I, you think it is? I honestly think it's everything. Sin has literally been saying. She's been cooped, and Remy even said the thing. She's been in the house. That's not a date night. Is you fucking her in the house? Yeah. Isn't like, oh, thanks, babe. Yeah. No, like she's been cooped up in the house. She doesn't feel pretty. She doesn't get out. She doesn't get to feel to normal. Different. Like she just wants an escape. Mm-hmm. That's why she did the the hotel room in the city. Right. Like, yeah, they could have fucked at home, but no, I want to be in the city. I want to go out. Make I want to go make out. Love. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, well, the way Joe was talking was like they were gonna fuck. Oh my! He was looking. He was. <laughs> he, was he was trying to make. He's he, trying to be romantic. He was trying to be romantic. He had the candles, and I think that that's where they just need to communicate yeah. better. But what I was trying to get to is the foreshadowing is we saw the Mackies kind of be like, uh, and it was Pat, you know, in general, yeah. was like you guys Pat need to Pat. get married. You need to do do that, and then we see that you know obviously we know now that they're engaged, right. and she's really happy about that. So obviously there was some communication that happened to the tune where you know he obviously did that. But I think at the point they are now, it's just a communication yeah. gap that they do. Need you also to fill feel in. like he's very sarcastic, and in certain moments with her, I think. Because he knows she has these issues going on, maybe he needs to pull back. Like when they were like, "Oh, get married," he's like, "Check, please." Like, right. 
I that's think he sensitive was to, well, yeah, yeah, but that's you sensitive. Saw, you saw to her, her face too. I don't think any woman, whether it's a joke or not, wants that. And like, if there's just the two of them, that might have been okay. But the fact that it was like yeah. Remy, Papoose, and the cameras, uh-huh. it's like no woman wants that. Yeah. Whether she whether took that on, drinker and put it down. Yeah, like, whether they're on their way to getting married or not, I think every woman just wants to be able to feel like, okay, this is my dude. He's like riding with it. So I, I definitely feel that, but I also know that he was yeah. joking. Yeah, I mean, he was, and and I think going back to when they had the session with Dr. Jen, you know, she said, I know you both love each other, mm-hmm. and I believe that they do, um, but it's really, you have to, and she even told them, she said, you need to get it together, you need to communicate in so many words, um, and in order to get past this hump. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with this, she's dealing with this, you have to communicate in order for things to be in harmony, and that's where I think the problem is. I think the age does come into, because he calls himself a grumpy old man, like mm-hmm. he says that. Mm-hmm. If he's 38, some people are old souls. They're not if he's a queen yeah. Wikipedia, he's 38. That's what I'm saying. So he's 38. Wikipedia, come on now. That's not always the truth. I don't believe. Yeah. But I, I anyway, saying. but we'll just say he's 38 years old, but he can also feel 50. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like well, he, he does people, act 50. He that's what older. I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. And so you got somebody who's younger and she's 25 and wants to be a 25 year old. Right. She has yeah. this kid now. She's like, I still want to party. I still got mm-hmm. friends. I still want to get out the house. Like she said, yeah. she's cooped up and it just doesn't match with what he's about. Yeah. So, well, I think too, if he puts in all that work, I mean, the last thing you want to do is like, it's, Say even if you have an apartment or whatever, and you put in all this work as far as cleaning your apartment to the umpteenth, the last thing you want to do is go out and party. You want to enjoy the comfort of your home that you just Mm -hmm. put time in like organizing sure so i think with him it's like he works so hard and you know from the the scenes that we've seen that saw the house is beautiful it's like you just want to spend time in your home that you've worked hard for so i can understand from his perspective but she's she's enjoying the house all the time then it's just like okay i've seen every nook and cranny of this house like i'm i think it was i think it was a good idea but just executed poorly i think that's the bottom line. well communication is the key for everything it is it is um speaking of communication um, we see Yandy, and we at the top of the show, we see that there's an emergency, uh, that she gets an emergency basically hearing to keep Infinity. We saw on the previous episode where she's like, oh, I might be in some trouble. Right. Um, because Jonathan actually voice of reason, which mm-hmm. was interesting, um, saying that, you know, you need to check this out because if you're harboring this minor and you could be some problems or whatever. Um, but we see that she got a hearing. She gets to keep the child. They're mm-hmm. both emotional. She kind of lays down the groundwork. But then we find out that there are some other things that weren't said when she talks to the right. mother. That also, I mean, when you're de- and. Maybe, maybe this is coming off the heels of the whole R. Kelly series. So if you haven't watched, you might want to. Um, but it, it just feels like you're bringing in somebody into your home, and you have young kids who haven't necessarily established themselves mentally to speak up, even though they might be enjoying themselves now. You might not know, and not to say I don't know Infinity, but it's just kind of like you're bringing somebody into your household where there is kids, mm-hmm. and that's oh, so a- you agreeing, kind of agreeing with Judy. Definitely, because yeah. it's just one of those things. And at first I was like, oh, my gosh, Yandy's so nice for doing that. But then it's like, OK, well, you don't know the backstory. And you think of when you were a teenager, you know, how many lies or yeah. how many fabrications or how many things, you know, what you what you were thinking is your reality really wasn't. You know, it's just like you had to she should have backtracked that story to make sure everything was true. And even if she didn't talk to the mom or whatever, at least she, the grandma, the caseworker, oh, yeah, the caseworker should have a whole file. If she right. was in and out of foster care. The caseworker should have a whole file of which foster home she went to, all this other stuff. So you should have been able to get the story at least from the caseworker. And it just seems like she didn't talk to anybody. Now she brought somebody into her home mm-hmm. and that might not really be the best situation. I, 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 it's really characteristic of Yandy over the years and we've seen her through Love and Hell Up she's kind of done that she's kind of overstepped her bounds in a lot of situations mm-hmm. which is why a lot of the situation. cast don't really mess with her mm-hmm. because she does that um, and so I think this is another case where I think that she definitely it's a good thing that she wants to get this kid off the street mm-hmm. granted you know that being the situation but because she was, you know, somewhat misled, it ended up turning into something else. And then when we see that scene, when she's talking to the mother, I was actually a little bit bothered because the mother's sitting there and she's just like, yeah, okay. And she wants her child to have a good life. Right. And Yandy's kind of just mentioning, oh, I did this and I did that. But my thing is when the mother tells her the real and Allegedly. she's, you know, yeah, we don't know. Well, right. Mm-hmm. Basically gives her side. I'll mm-hmm. put it like that. Gives her side. Um, but says that, you know, I think that there should have been, and maybe it was, we didn't see it, but there should have been some talk about like, oh, okay, well, 
is it something, is the house okay? You know, should she be back home? Like, that wasn't taken care of. It was really like, this is what I'm doing. Right. And boom, that's what it is. And I was well, a the mother, bothered by it. Yeah, I, I mean, I went there, but then it's also like, the mother didn't seem too pressed. The mother seemed like, look, this girl running to around. To have her child like, back. Well, yeah, yeah but because she has, I think she said six kids. And the thing, yeah. too, from from the, the kids' perspective and what it seems like is like, you know, her mom and her grandmother are not necessarily living in the nicest of places mm-hmm. and so she goes from maybe the hood to Jersey to a big house. Yeah. So, you know, if you the mother has six kids or five additional kids and your kid has the opportunity to go to a different house and you're able to talk to your child all the time, then that might be beneficial for Infinity. Right. How do you feel about when we see Infinity come, you know, Yanni's on the phone, really dramatic scene, you know, cameras, we're seeing the cameras. She's calling to find out because supposedly she's with her assistant and jumps out the car, gets a call, and, Man, and like leaves. when she walked up to Yandy and she said, "You didn't tell me about talking to my mother," yeah. I was like, "Wow, that's some attitude!" Like I wouldn't be able to finish that sentence. Like the attitude that she came with, and just like again, ungrateful, ungrateful it's a, entitlement. It's and, a sense of entitlement, right? So it's just one of those things where you're de- again. You know, Yandy's seeing the good side of her because everybody gives their representation when they when they want to get something in return. But then when everything is settled in and, you know, she starts going back to her own antics, maybe, you know, what is Yandy going to do? Because she didn't know that in the first place. Because that comment ties very similar to how the mother painted the situation. But I liked Yandy's comment uh, where she said, if you don't want people saying negative things, don't do them. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I really hope that this situation goes well. Uh, It's scary. It's and I also know it's hard to talk to someone like Infinity because they are young. They've been through a lot, a lot. So they get really defensive and you don't want them to lie to you because once they lie, then they feel they have to like paint and live that lie. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, because I have a lot of friends that grew up in adopted homes and like to hear how they genuinely mentally felt years after being friends with them was Mm. like, whoa, like I never even pictured that's how you viewed your whole family situation. So Mm. with this, it kind of really does scare me. And she's on national television now, Mm -hmm. like where her personality can go. And then you have to also deal with all the, all the issues that she's dealt with. And again, those issues are going to be brought into the house, mm-hmm. whereas Yandy's taught her kids this way, and there are certain things that might be coming up, and the kids might pick up, and now you have to deal with not one, but three. Like, I can see Infinity saying to Yandy, like, you ain't my mother. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bitch, now, yes, I am, And now the kids the feel like they can do that. Yep. And, like, that's the worst. And then what are you going to—and then eventually Yandy's going to have to be forced to choose— and obviously, she has to choose her kids. And it sh- goes to kind of show how entitled she is, too, because mm-hmm. if I'm at somebody's house and I use a bowl, a plate, a napkin <laughs> that's going in the trash, washed in the sink, mm-hmm. like, are you kidding me? I'm, thank you so much for the Cheerios. Thank you. Yeah, but you're a teenager. The thought process is a little bit different. Yeah, but yeah. again. But it goes to show be, that, that yeah. that's how the grandmother apparently raised them, and mm-hmm. Infinity didn't like that. So she went out. You and know, that, like, it, yeah. And if she's telling her that now, after all that said and done, it's like, oh well, what was happening the weeks before? Like, yeah. were you watching them after? Like, that would if you if you're seeing that happen, you should have nipped that in the bud from the get. But Yandy was probably like, oh, she's been through so much. No, nah, like, not got so it much to wash time. dishes. Yeah, no. Okay. I yeah, nothing I wrong think with her hands. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. I think she was Yandy's trying to be this this good person, this positive person in her life. Oh, which I can't wait for next week uh-huh. with Kim Bella. Oh mm. yeah, and I think that this is a, a I think it was a wake up call for her because not only did she get the kind of scolding from Judy, which she's gotten before. Yeah, you don't want um, Mendisa to call you now because exactly. that's a whole another thing exactly. with his kids. Because you know, I I feel like that's coming. Next. It's coming. Yo, who it's the fuck you got in the house? Right. Yeah, kids. with my kids. Right. But um, and and I could care less about you. I think she's she's funny and she does stuff for but her she son. But I think she was genuinely no, no. Concerned. That's what I was getting to. Yeah. I think that she was genuinely concerned. And when I saw afterwards, you know, when um, uh, 
uh, Infinity comes up and that kind of has a little attitude, then I'm like, oh, yeah, I think she has reason to worry because mm -hmm. you don't know. Maybe she could be at home by herself and bring somebody over. Or mm -hmm. Who nope. knows? Because she doesn't really know this girl hasn't told her the whole truth. Right. So there's a lot of things that are suspect in the situation. I think she is in a hurt situation. She's 16 years old. She hasn't had the perfect life. She's talked about her mom. And I agree with I believe her about her being drunk and bringing mm -hmm. over men and stuff like that, which is why I think she, you know, wanted to bounce in the first place. But there's she needs to take everything in perspective. And I think Yenny needs to be super cautious about what she's doing with this girl right. and how she has her in the household and everything that's going down. I think that's why she tried to give the breakdown of the rules and stuff like that. But it's going to be interesting to see how this story develops. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you don't want to call from NDC. I'm no, pretty sure. which again, I think is coming. Um, we saw, man, this this episode was really, really heavy. Like mm -hmm. there was a lot of crying, a lot of crying. We, uh, we see... Uh, this introduction, um, the first time we see this season of Miracle, mm -hmm. which is um, Rich's ex. And we knew that it was coming because she basically ended up shooting her husband and ended up, you know, being indicted. Who's the, still the charge alive. Was, right. Because mm -hmm. yes. I was kind of confused. Yes, yeah. I was confused because I thought he I had thought died. I thought he was dead, yeah. Right. So it's good to know that he's alive. Uh, but, you know, she was charged. Uh, the, the charge was reduced uh, to a lesser charge. But... It's now affecting, obviously, her life and the daughter's life, mm -hmm. uh, Ashley. And so Rich is, you know, upset because, first of all, he feels like, you know, Miracle is not being up straight with Ashley. And it's affecting what's going on in the household. Well, I think in general, what it seemed like, and we didn't get the full story, it sounded like the husband has been, they've been fighting for years and there might have been some physical abuse. And it got and, to this point. Yeah, and it got to this point. And if it's been 10 years where... I, as a parent from a separate relationship, my, my child is seeing this, I would want to re remove my child from the house. Mm -hmm. it, it just, it, that's, that's, that's something you don't want to see at all, especially, um, I don't want to say especially a daughter, but especially a daughter. Because that's going to be part of her interpretation of how men are going to treat her in the future. That might affect that. And, like, you don't want something like that around. So I, that's one of my concerns. But, again, they just made so—it was just, just a tiny sentence, though. I don't know if Because they're, like, the 10, years, 10 years. But remember, there was a, a season—I can't remember if it was last season or not— when Rich went on back on a date with Miracle— yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. this relationship has well, the to daughter, be the daughter like tricked him into yeah. having this Yeah, person but him. it has so it has to be like an on and off relationship. But I do want to say this. I know last week we talked about Safari and you know his, his uh, release of his dong mm -hmm. and we're going to get your face like that. We're going to get one. Oh, I was just trying to Oh, where oh. it's going to go? Watch. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I figured out how we can utilize his dong. You want to give the So we're going to dip it in gold right. and so we'll have the golden dong award. Right. And so the award I want to give the award this week to Rich. So here we have someone on Love and Hip Hop who's a dick, right. typically. Like, you've literally been running around Love and Hip Hop New York for how many seasons while all this Creeps is going blood. on mm -hmm, mm -hmm. down in Tennessee or wherever they are. But he took his mama's advice. He's stepping in. He's being a father. He's talking to Miracle like, girl, we got to get our daughter on track. Mm -hmm. And I'm... I'm feeling like he's going to really implement himself into his daughter's life now. I think he's waking up, and so he gets the Golden Dong Award. Like, you were a dick, but you know what? You're it's seeing golden. the other It's positive. It's like taking a negative but and a positive. But it sounded like, like during the summers, the, uh, Ashley would go and visit him. Like It didn't sound at all like he's not in her life. No, he is, but he well because we've always seen it. Like right. he'll always get her, like because she was mm -hmm. interning for him. Yeah, that one, right, they're right. doing the creep squad stuff. But he's not. I don't. I think it's more of like a friendship thing versus being there as like as, a father. Well, well, yeah. I think it depends on what. Maybe that's what it was like, working out towards, but you can't insert yourself like you can insert yourself into your daughter's life and she's telling you everything's okay and you know miracle is telling him everything's okay then there's no concern or rush to go and straighten things out because everything seems like it's going straight see but then i like i agree with that but then how his mother was speaking to him mm -hmm. was almost like you've been coasting like you have to put there's no way i like personally my my family 
if my parents were to have divorced or whatever, mm-hmm. the type of people that they are, you can't, you ain't hiding nothing. I'm not hiding nothing from that. Like, right. or my mom ain't hiding nothing from my dad. My dad ain't hiding. Like, because they want to be so apart. I believe Rich, honestly, and I think this is why he broke down and cried. And I loved seeing that because mm-hmm. I think he grew up in this moment. I think we've seen him for so many years dicking around. Right. You out here creating stuff just to fuck girls, trying to make them think that they're singers. You creating the creep squad, da da, but you ain't paying attention to life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hitting him now. And I think his mother really kind of, she put a serious face on in this moment and was like, no, you need to get them up here. Mm-hmm. Like, cause he was like, you know, should I, like, should you? You're your, their fucking mom. Why did he leave Memphis anyway? I think they, he may I have mentioned that in season wise, one or Like, just oh. to start. But why this... didn't Miracle come up with him? Yeah. School and, like, cause that's my thing. It's like, at this moment, she'd be pulled. Like, oh, you coming up here. Right. But well, if she's in yeah. school and college and right. all that. Like, yeah, but. That was 10 years, like, why 10 years ago? You're talking about miracle, Miracle's the mom. Yeah, but, like, why? So if he decided to go to New York for music, why didn't he, and they were together at that time, why didn't they just go up with him? Well, I think I think that's part of, you know, Dicking and he even mentioned it. He's, he probably, you know, didn't want to be a one-woman person oh. or whatever, and then missed it. Because he says that I should have, if things were different, and I should have brought happened. you. Right, right. right. We should have got married. We would have been a family. None of this would have happened. All of that stuff. And I think he's now, like you said, growing up and looking at it. And I think what was happening is he was kind of resting on the laurels that she had a husband. Mm -hmm. They have other kids. They're good. They're Mm -hmm. stable. You know, they're in a stable environment. And I think that, you know, and even when she came and we seen a few seasons ago when he came to visit and she was kind of, you know, on the cast a little bit. Mm -hmm. It was like she had, you know, she was talking about being, you know, mom doesn't allow her to do this. Right. You know, Rich was kind of like, all right, well, I'm going to be the cool dad. And so she had a stable environment, but probably behind the scenes, what wasn't discussed. And this is probably the mom's fault is that there was tension. Right. And it got to the point where she was so she had to shoot him. She shot him. You know what I'm saying? And and that happens. I need to know that story. Like, how Domestic did you get to violence. the point? Like, where was the yeah. gun? And how did you get to the point where you shot him and you missed? Because it feels like if the gun was in the house, then somebody knows how to shoot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like Miracle would know how to shoot. She just seems like, not necessarily in a, in a malice type way. It's just uh-huh. like you just know how to shoot a gun. So it's well, just she, like. What do you mean was she missed? Like she She didn't kill him. She missed, meaning that yeah. she shot him in a place where he's not dead. Well, that doesn't mean that. But well, we she also didn't, don't know if yeah. she was trying to kill him exactly. or just like get herself out of a situation. Well, that's what I'm saying. I I, I would love to know more yeah. the nosy part of me. How right. that all. It sounds like a good Lifetime movie, right? Yeah, how that you know she essentially like if you weren't trying to kill him, then what were you trying to do? Were you trying to get him out of the house? Like, did you shoot him in the shoulder? Like, you know. I mean, yeah, we we just don't know that part. I think that it was just a situation where she had it. Enough was enough. And she shot him, and that's what it was. And we'll probably get more because she's going to go to trial. Right. We said it in the next episode, and so, you know, with the deposition and everything. Um, but I think that it is good for Rich to kind of see this, and it's like, again, a wake-up call, to be like, all right, this is the situation. I don't want my daughter to get kicked out of school. I want to make sure she's still maintaining college. Mm-hmm. You need to get this stuff together, and you need to be open. I mean, that was the whole conversation. That's about another that. question, too. I mean— it sounds weird, but I don't understand why she's on financial aid. Like, if you, your father could pay for it. Well, we look. We I do I not know Rich is rich just because his name is Dollars. <laughs> because, like, you know, because there was a year I remember he was dating Erica Mena. He was like, "I'm bringing her over to my house," and I was like, "That's a hotel. Yeah, your house is a hotel." So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't necessarily because I'm, I'm assuming with financial aid, you uh-huh. have to show that you can afford school, right? right. Or well. I think it also depends. I mean, there's a lot of like that was that, that was just very like through. that was that part about the that part of it, and then the fact that you know he according to Rich is like his daughter called him and within 45 minutes she needed to pay for this or she wouldn't right. be in school, and he paid for it, and then apparently he's paying for the lawyers to defend Miracle. It's like okay, well, why aren't you paying for your daughter's school? <laughs> I don't know. That's Look, just... there's a lot of holes because I'm still trying to figure out how Sydney Star is out here saying oh, she a rapper. Gosh. This. Y'all, if she freestyles, she freestyled again. Every week we're gonna get this. I love Every Jonathan. I love Yo, Jonathan's. That part right there. Jonathan's. He's just like. Mm, I don't. I mean, but everybody has the same face, and I'm like, yo. You have to understand. And when she said, this is what got me, the whole Cardi B line. Mm-hmm. I just want to be as big as Cardi B. I think she was actually 
I think she was better than previous weeks. Nope. The first Slightly two. Better. This is what she does. The, she rhymes the first two sentences. And it's like, okay, where are we going? <laughs> You're like a little wobbly. Like it's a little ABC. Right. And then after the first two, it's like she's literally reading a book. Like it's like, and I'm a pave it like concrete on my phone when I'm typing to you. Oh, You're like, Jessie, what just yes. rhymed with Snap. that? <laughs> <laughs> But so here's my thing. Here's actually what I'm actually more offended by, even more than her rap. She now, after last week when I was trying to help her, she's like, keeps throwing, as a transgender woman, I'm offended. Mm -hmm. Okay. Stop making it about you being a transgender woman now. Mm -hmm. Because here's what's bothering me with that is no one has an issue with that. Everyone mm -hmm. wants you to win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No one's saying you can't win because you are a transgender woman. You keep that, throwing that. Who's the person that told her that? Who Someone told her told, what? Uh, about that, like always bringing that Wasn't up. Wasn't that her was best it friend? Lee? Was it Nia Lee? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, can't. no, it was. It the was best friend? Byron? Yes, um, yes, Byron. yes. And so my thing is you keep using this and I'm almost like, Okay, so do, are you really only trying to be a rapper because you're transgender and you're thinking, oh, there isn't a transgender rapper out there, so this is gonna be, be my the first lane? One, yeah. Nope, because now you're making me, you're you're losing, you you're you're seriously, we're down in the, in well, the bottom. Well, yeah, of the it just speaks to again to people want like if you've always wanted to do music, then you have the passion in you and you're gonna put in the work. But if you just want to do something just to pop off and be a, a celebrity and to get famous. That work, you're not going to put in the work because all you really want to do is get the get to the famous right. part. Right, you're petty. You showed up f after Freddie Kruegering the dress that Naya gave you. Right, <laughs> and you like this is what I do, and you like Jonathan said you clucking at Naya. Oh yeah, you're that's ungrateful. Not, that's not good. She's like, really again, lucky. Then you throw the transgender thing out there. Mm -hmm. Like what you're doing, it's not good for the community. Like yeah. the LGBTQ community, what you're doing, you're not representing it, and I think you think you are. Mm -hmm. And you look crazy. And that's the thing, too. If these people are willing to help you, right? And say she took the dress from Naya and then she went out to some event and everybody's saying, yo, that dress is janky. Then she has other people right. affirming like, okay, well, I'm not crazy, right? But if she's, if she's just not taking anybody's advice any, any, at all, then she needs to go and tell Rich, like, no, I'm going to do this on my own. And, yep. you know, I'm going to finance it. Just Good put luck, me in contact. Sis. So because she's burning a lot of bridges and she's like we said last week, she's burning those bridges to the point that people are watching this. It's like, well, why would I want to work with her? Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. Well, we're going to uh, head on out. When we come back, we're going to dive into Miami. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests? against stay-at-home orders around the country. It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. When it comes to your laundry detergent, are you overpouring and overpaying? You shouldn't pay extra for unnecessary additives. Drops doesn't either. Drops detergent pods pass on artificial colors and icky chemicals and pass the savings to you. With Drops laundry detergent pods, they're one half the cost compared to leading detergent brands and wash plans are less than your monthly Netflix subscription. Whatever you need, Drops has a plan that fits you like your favorite t-shirt. The best part? They're delivered direct to your door in plastic-free, composable packaging. They're also cruelty-free. Drops are never tested on animals. We believe in kindness, not in taking harmful shortcuts. Save the oceans from plastic pollution and save 30% off your first Drops order on www.drops.com. It's a win-win. Visit drops.com slash loveandhiphop. That's drops, D-R-O-P-P-S dot com slash loveandhiphop to get an extra 30% off your first order of convenient, plastic-free, eco-friendly cleaning. Every Drops counts. All right, we're back. Let's talk about it. Love and hip hop, Miami. This episode was just—it was all over the place, but it gave me all the fulfillment that I needed. Why? I, it was—you know what I mean. It was just the. There was so much drama and so much buffoonery. Mm. Let's just talk about the first buffoonery. We got um, <coughs> Bobby Lights. So I'm not going to, like I said, you filming. know, last week he was, sh I actually like Bobby's music, but he's filming this video mm -hmm. and bang, bang. we'll see how it goes and turns out. 
<laughs> but um, someone who wasn't there was Prince. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, obviously, last week, you know, Chaotic offered that he, Prince could come by the studio with him. And so we see that. We see Prince go to the, well, actually, he goes to the tattoo shop with Chaotic as Chaotic. He's getting his face tattooed. Literally. Oh, and, and we find out that he was shot in the middle of his times. forehead. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how did you outlive that? Right. My biggest problem with this was Prince, you know, showing up in the shirtless suspenders, you know, and he's like, yo, man, like, I ain't been shot in the face, but I, I mean, I've seen some stuff. Like, you know, I've been kicked out of an apartment. I've stepped, I've stepped in some gum. Like, I've littered before. No. You know, after I walk my poodle, I don't pick up her shit. Like, I've been through shit. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, it's terrible. Like, why are you drawing comparisons? <laughs> He's why been shot you... 17 right. times. It was like he was trying so hard to be relevant. Yeah. And it's like, bruh, just stop. Like, yeah, all just he has to even... do is say, you know, my my life was, you know, kind of hard, but not hard like that. Yeah, you say blessings. Like, yeah, wow, like, I didn't yeah, realize how yeah. blessed I That's was. That's crazy. Um, so he goes to the studio. Young Hollywood shows up. Um, and, you know... Chaotic was the smart one. He was like, you want to get in the studio? I'm not going to let you do that. Because mm-hmm. Chaotic could smell fresh meat. Young Hollywood was more like, well, let's or, see what you got. Or raw meat. Because uh, uh, Prince needs to do a song with Sydney Starr at yeah, this point. Just... In the garbage. Well, this is, why this, is, this is what I'm saying. It's just kind of like you have all these tools to go at home and hone your craft. You have access to YouTube. You have access to SoundCloud. You can look at other people who have made it. You know, Sydney Starr made reference. He wants to be the next Cardi B. Like, look at Cardi B's blueprint and follow that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you can't. To me, it's like okay, I'm ready to be a rapper, and you go in the studio with no lyrics, no book, no nothing. You're not Jay Z. You can't rap off the cuff. <laughs> so it's just kind of like if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna seriously be an artist, when you're presented with that opportunity with somebody like Chaotic who has the studio, he's been in the game, he might be very heavily connected. Why not come out with all right? I got. I don't have just one. I have twenty because I've been putting in the time. Yep. This is the thing. This is what I feel like is happening with these people on these. Reality shows, namely Love and Hip Hop, which is what we're talking about. I think they see the success of other people and like, yo, I can do that too. Right. Then put it in the work. Especially exactly. him being with Bobby. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This 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 is what I, I cater this to. When I was a little kid, I used to think I could do everything, right? And I remember going to a pool party um that somebody was throwing and I thought I could swim because I swam in the bathtub. That like for real. Um, and so I get to him, the pool him. party and I'm just like, yo, everybody's swimming. So I'm thinking like I can swim too. Like everyone else can swim, I can swim. I jump in the pool and l- immediately begin to drown. Like I would have not been here right now if they had a lifeguard. How, how, how old are you? I was like six or seven oh. or something like that. Where five, your, something like that. <laughs> I was <laughs> dropped off at the pool party. Right. The, the part that I'm saying is, you sound like Prince right now. <laughs> which is I've been, why I've been through some things, man. Like, you know, what I mean, I ain't no baby. Look, but I really think that they see other people being successful, and they're like, "Yo, I can do that too without putting the work." Right. Obviously, I didn't. I need to take swimming lessons. I'm thinking, I'll "Did you take swimming lessons? Can you swim now?" I can. But the point, (laughs) you know what? (laughs) The point I'm trying to make is they get there and they feel like they can do it. It's like, oh man, I got, I got heat. Like, where's it at? But for Prince, like Sydney Star, I don't know enough of her background to, to, I don't know where she came from before everything. Mm -hmm. But with Prince, he seems appears to have a successful um, promotional. You know, business. But he's tired of it. He's right. Tired he's of tired it. of it. But in order to be that successful, you have to put work in it. Mm-hmm. He just didn't wake up one day and he's like, you know what? I'm going to promote clubs and money just fell, fell into his pocket. So it just seems for it, in his case, he should know better. And it's like, if you're going to do this, then put in the work. Now, Prince, I know. I'm, I'm sorry, babe, for shading your music, but you are fine. You are so fine. Do some push-ups and you can be a model. Actually, he's modeling on his Instagram page. Okay. Uh, a so. real model. In oh. life, no, like, but I think he's walking on his Instagram, one of his Instagram pictures in 2018 in the summer because I did a little bit of oh, research okay. while we were watching. Let's focus on that. Um, he was walking on a runway somewhere. Let's focus on that. You know what I mean? Maybe create a brand called Poppy Shampoo. Maybe we don't need a rap song about it. Maybe you create a good shampoo, uh, so people can get hair like you. And this is the thing too. Another thing that he made reference to is like, you know, I wanted to get into this music game because you know I'm getting older and all this other stuff. It's like people. 
you you don't see sixty year olds starting off as rappers. No, well, you know what I'm saying. Like well, if you wanna, <laughs> not sixty, but they some are old. Some some of yeah. them are old, but they're old. They've How been much? doing it for a while. It may it not have popped exactly. off, exactly. but they've that's, been doing that's it. That's what I'm exactly. trying to say. Yeah. It's just kind of like if you want to if you want to make that transition into something where it has longevity and you like music, then you have if you're successful in the business that you were before, then obviously you're successful in managing. And we have far too many people, especially people of color, wanting to be in front of the camera or the athletes and all this other stuff, and not enough owners and not mm -hmm. enough like all this other stuff. And it's like you can make money doing that if you own a studio. Now you're charging. A lot of people who want to be rappers, studio time. Yeah, but they they want the girls, they want the fame, they want the. You BM still front, get like, girls da, 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 da. if you if you drive in a proper car. No, for sure. So you know. Well, let's flip this to have, the other. You, there's only so many girls you can have in one bed. True. Literally, it's probably only ten. Well, let's flip well, it you over know, to. You know that about Uncle M? The, <laughs> yeah, because you was checking for this one, Ver Veronica Vega. Uh -huh. So we Veronica met her. We met she her fine. tonight. Uh, even though you know we saw her last season, but she finally she got her came back in appeal. Um, she signed Apollo to Dawn, who I personally like. Um, we find out this is crazy to me. This is insane to me because honestly, I've heard her before. Love and hip hop. I was never a fan of her. I think I heard one song that was like it went kind of viral, and mm -hmm. I think that's why I was like, okay, I get why people listen to her. I'm not into it. I would actually, if I was her friend, I'd be like, girl, like, I just don't think this is it for you. I think we should. As far as a career? Or yeah, just, like music. I don't think that's I it. I mean, her video, I've seen a couple of her videos. Her videos are pretty fire. She has a banging yeah. body and, and she, she seems like she's put in, put in the work. What, you know, I don't know, caught me off guard, but what turned me off is like, you know, she didn't explain how she's black. That kind of was well, weird. That just kind of... And you're speaking fully in Spanish. Well, <laughs> like, that's fine. There are black people yeah. who speak Spanish, but, you know, I looked it up, so she's Venezuelan and Cuban, and it's like, okay, but your grandmother... Like, you know what I'm saying? I just... You appear to look this way, and it's like, I just need a no, little bit more explanation. So that kind of turned me off I, I, a little bit. Just, just real quick on that. I remember when I came out mm -hmm. on the reunion last... And I feel like... Well, she's this Alpha Latina. So I think a lot of times... Um, and this came up a lot... Um, with um, Madeleine Negra. Yeah. And she was, and I remember even her going on The Breakfast Club and really breaking down the right. whole Latina. I remember her saying right. that, but I don't ever remember right. Veronica saying that. Right, no. but Veronica is this in the same, she's the same, she's in the Afro-Latina category. She just is very light-skinned. So no, I think- No, I, I get yeah. that. I think she feels like, in her saying I'm black, I think it's just a way for her saying, she should have just said, I'm Afro-Latina as well. So the reason why I can say these things is because that's where I'm at. But in this but her, in this culture of today's society, like you kind of have to, you know what I mean? Because now you're taking- She doesn't have to do anything. Well, I'm just saying when she said that and given the N-words and given how she said it, it was just kind of like, well, I, for me, it's like, just show me some receipts. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't come with me. Like, oh, everybody's from Africa, because like that's just seems only but very convenient. But that's not what she was currently. saying. She was. She, she, she said that before. She's well, like everybody's from Africa. Well, okay, but she's Afro Latina, and I think that's where she feels like she gets a pass. Because I know a lot of people that are Afro Latina. Yeah. That say the N word. That's and, fine. And but that's, I've and never they... heard all last season. I never heard her say she was Afro Latina on her Instagram. I checked. She's never said she's Afro Latina. Like it. It just seems like she just flat out said I'm black. Right. Because like... the thing is with with Afro Latina and even in the Caribbean culture, like. You look at Jesse Wu, like you always promote the country. If you look on my Instagram, you're gonna yeah. see three flags on there. Like you're always promoting the country that you're from. Like you're always very proud of the country you're from. And I believe um, Veronica Vega set, has that has her flags on there too. Mm -hmm. I get it. However, it's just kind of like if you're gonna do that, then and you say, okay, you're Afro Latina. Well, fine, cool, I can rock with that. But it's just like if you're not gonna make any reference to that and just say, I'm just gonna say the N word and I'm gonna say I'm black. Again, she doesn't have to say prove anything to anybody. I'm but nobody. But it looks to her. a certain but type it looks of way a certain to way. a group of people. It does. And then you look at her like if her if you saw her grandmother and her grandma was like hella dark. Mm. It's like all right, okay, right. I can see that. But but Veronica Vega's that. experience in life as a black woman compared to someone of a darker it's, skin well, type. Now we're talking like, about colorism. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, but either or situation. of that, what blew my mind was the fact that Paulo Dadon spent $1.97 million. Yo. I believe and I'm it. like, I hope this was on her body. Well, her, her videos... <laughs> sold her house. Her sold videos, his house. Her videos are nice. Her he sold, her like, first of all, you sold your house. You created so, Gimme More and right. that of Britney Spears. Like, hello, we're talking like yeah. at, right. at the peak of Hits. music. Hits. Yeah. 
And you out here for Veronica? Well, Vega? I think he sold his house for the business. Yeah, not, yeah, no, not I'm for just, Veronica, not for her specifically. But, yeah, but it, I just—if you look at her videos, it's not those one or two shots where she's in no, the car no. rolling by. Her videos very, are very well done, and that takes a lot of money. So I'll give it that. And I believe, given again because of her look and because she has some skill and because of all that stuff, she's primed to be that person. Mm-hmm. It's just like something's not something's connecting. Not clicking. Well, we find out that she's stressed with her family and all that. Do we think that that really has something to do with I mean, it, or who, do we think it's who who isn't? Yeah, like well, I mean, that's what I'm like. Girl, what are I, you crying about with your purple hair? Purple. Yeah, hair? I don't like, think. I mean, the whole scene that we problems. see, um, you know, when she's talking to her grandmother and her sister, um, it was touching because you know they're talking about you know dad, and she wants to. She feels a lot of pressure, right? Because she wants to, you know, be successful and be able to provide for her family. But like you said, everyone has yeah. that similar story. Yeah. Um, I mean, those. That's. I mean, we've seen that a dime a dozen. But I think with her, I think she, it's almost like like when she would, and her and Amada would get into it, it was almost like she talks about being from the gutter, mm-hmm. talks about being from the hood, but she acts very spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, and the case in point, a lot was shown with when we see Paulo the Don, and mm-hmm. he's talking to her, and it's like, oh, he's done all this for her. Right. That's why she feels that way. Well, That's why there's a sense well, of also possible the, entitlement or what have you. And also, the, too, that yeah. pretty girl thing where it's like if you're if – you're, there, there's different levels to it. If you're on that Halle Berry level, then you're going to get treated a certain way, and you're, you just think that that's how you're supposed to be treated. So that doesn't necessarily have to do with, with money or anything. That You can gain more money and more success because of that. And I think because she's a very beautiful woman, that she's able to – people treated her a certain way, and she was able to get certain things, and she didn't think of the cost behind it. Absolutely. Because guaranteed it, she was a two – no, I mean, they, they just well, wouldn't also, even be a factor. Someone who yeah. comes from humble beginnings, typically, you're paying it. I, I don't know about you guys, but like, anytime someone spends money on me or does a favor for me, like, I am like, that. that's a big thing for me. I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm typically counting it. Like, I'm like, holy crap. Like, right. I would have known that mm. this much money went into mm-hmm. my career and I would be doing everything in my power. Like, holy crap. Like, I owe you this. Right. But if you don't know the numbers involved, so hypothetically, she, if the, the video shoot cost, you know, 500 grand and she thought it cost two. Like, you know, if you don't know the numbers, because like, for instance, I had somebody um, assess doing a website for me mm-hmm. and then I realized the work that they put in and it's like, okay, yeah, they deserve this price. It makes it makes total sense. But if you're not calculating everything and not seeing the behind the scenes stuff, then, you know, I'm, I'm giving her that where 1.9 seemed like a lot. Maybe she thought it was less than that. Maybe, you know, she thought they were recouping money because she's touring. Like, you know, you just don't really know. So it's good that he put that in perspective. And you might need that pressure to kind of take you to yeah. that next level. Which I'm glad he had the accountant and the yeah. other one in there. It's but never good when you have people like that in the room she, that's like yep, about to get fired. Because those people don't care about yeah. your career. No. They're like, nope, off. Yeah. They have no relationship. If you, walk into, if you walk into a room, and this sounds, you know, totally racist and I'm sorry in advance but if you walk into a room and it's like three white people in a room and you're a minority it's not going to be good for you oh. I mean yeah. it could be it depends on the situation no it's HR it's not going to be good if it's HR it's not going to be good it's not a good situation I mean it could be a raise you mm, never know no no because typically they give you a raise when you're sitting at your desk like, oh boy, you've been doing a good job you get a, you get a raise you, you, it's you and the boss Here's three but people. when you're walking in and it's the boss and two other people from HR it's not a good situation you just might as well walk out and start packing up your stuff and call it a day yeah Oop. I'm trying to think any time I've been in that situation uh, yeah, it's not being good. Yeah. So there it is. Yeah. Thank you, well, Uncle Len, for, for qualifying that. Appreciate it. I, mean, I, I, I had to think about it. I had to think about it because I wanted to hate, but it's true. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of packing up, uh, you know, someone who thought they weren't going to have to was Gunplay. He met up with Kiara and he brought her a, her a little kitten thinking like, I got this in the Did bag. Did he really make up with her though? Well, he thought he was making yeah, up. I, yeah, but he just I, brought the kitten. Did he bring like the kitten bag, all the accoutrement that comes with the kitten, like the little kitty litter? She's gonna have to buy all that. And you know what? She should have used that. She was too infatuated with the cat. She should have said, Now, see, this is your problem. (laughs) You just bring the kitten. Yep. There's no pet insurance because that kitten's gonna get sick. It's a new kitten. You have to train it. That's a whole thing right there. I like that she's holding strong. He brought her responsibility. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But no, I I agree. I, I like that she is because. He's obviously, you know, he's done dirt by her. And she's just like, look, you know, I think she does love him. Mm-hmm. I think she even said that. Um, but she wants him to, she wants him to really, first of all, work for it. But not only that, understand what he's missing. Right. Um, because, you know, if you want to be with me, I need you to make sure that whatever you've done in the past, it never happens again. If right. I take you back. And I love how, you know, talking about the trip, like, I want you to go to New York. She's like, 
all right, I'm going to go to New York, but we sleep in separate beds, oh. and da 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 da. And he's just like, I love he's, it. She should eat said, together. She should have said separate rooms because when you say yeah. separate beds, you can get two twin beds in one room. No, no, she meant you have an apartment, right. I have an apartment. Yeah. That's what she meant, but he oh, could he knew swing what, it. I no, feel no, like, no, no, no. He, like, he knew what she meant. I feel like she, and, and the way she's been acting, she's going to stand her ground. And she's going to get that too. Yeah, Watch, yeah. they're going to be next season. Next yeah. season on Love and Hip Hop <laughs> New York. Uh, well, I mean, and he also, and I think he, when um, he went to Trick Daddy's house and he noted that, like, oh, like, I haven't been eating well because Kara's mm-hmm. off on her own. Like, you know, all these little things that you don't, you don't realize that your significant other does for you out of love and now they're gone. So I think he's reali- realizing that and, you know, not every woman's going to want to do that. Not mm-hmm. every woman's going to want to do your laundry. Right. Like Miss Jojo over here with Pleasure P. Mm-hmm. Uh, he feels like she's not really in the relationship. She comes up with all these excuses yeah, of all these things. Yeah, but are they in a relationship? Or he they're feels just, like they should be. They Well, he feels like they should be based off of their past, but it just sounds like they've been going on a couple of dates and she flaked on two. And if you're going to flake on two earlier on, then there shouldn't be a relationship. She's spoiled. I, I really... Think she's spoiled. And the fact that when they were talking and she's like, oh, yeah, just because I ghosted you a couple of times yeah, no. doesn't mean you don't talk to me. And I'm like, yeah, wait no, a second. Son, that's not- you ghosted him twice and then expect him to just be waiting for you? Yeah, right. Like, like, I know we aren't talking garbage. about, you know, Willy Wonka and no gold factory and nothing like that. But I mean, at the end of the day, he's got more clout than you do. Boo. It's like, not even clout. It's just communication 101 it's just like if you can't make it and you planned on a certain day and you can't make it just say like you could make up a story just at least make sure your story is airtight and just say you can't you can't make it you can't just it's just a respect thing and someone expecting you to come over at six o'clock and then you don't show up like and that's what and that's what he told her he even said that he's like dude you should at least say like look i'm not gonna be able to make it i'm washing my hair or whatever but she didn't she just literally goes he like Cleared his whole day. She goes to them and then expected him to speed. Yeah, and still then he then he just didn't answer for a week, and then she's right. getting upset at him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? He got, he got petty. He said he got petty, and he just wanted her. To I think that's her the medicine. only time where you can like, because you know, as an adult, like you're not supposed to be petty, and obviously, a lot of people on the show definitely take the petty petty card. But that I think that's one of the times where you can be petty, where it's like, okay, you, I, I don't need to answer my phone because I'm working. Y'all really think this is gonna work out though? I hope no, not. He I don't, don't see this happening. He needs yeah. somebody that's a little bit. He needs to be single and focused on his music career right now. <laughs> you sound like his manager. No, seriously. Reason <laughs> being is because we see, first of all, <sighs> Trina goes mm. and meets up with Bucky. Oh, um, I thought and she was going to be Shay. You no, like, Jesus no, talked to you. Look, and no. you Jesus spoke to me last week. I was open to it. And then after I watched this, I was just like, no, there's no reason. Honestly, at this point. There's no reason for Bucky to be on this show. There's no reason. Nobody's really friends with her. She shows up to Bobby's stuff because she knows Bobby's going to pop off. She likes having a gay friend around. Like, there's no reason. Here's my thing with Bucky. You've been on too many shows. One, and please don't ever call mm-hmm. anyone else a hoe. <laughs> please don't do that. Oh my. Like, Ugh. honestly, like, no, girl, like, you know what I mean? Like, without acknowledging yourself. You came to Trina. Because one, I don't know if you're scared of Trina. I don't know what the tea is with you and Trina. I can't believe Trina went and did this. But you go and you meet up with Trina and you try to explain, you know, here I... Notice how she, how Bucky's uh, attitude was when yeah, she spoke to Trina. Did she not know that um, Joy was Trina's cousin? No, she didn't. No, she knew. Last, last why, season? What? Yeah, yeah, she knew. And, and now that's she's coming to apologize? Yeah. That just well, seems and, weird. And the whole thing, you want to talk about petty? So then Trina works it out to bring Joy. Mm-hmm. You know Joy is going to have an attitude. You know Joy has an attitude. Joy don't want to make up with you. You want to make up with this. Right, because it's going to benefit so, her. Yes, girl. So you should be there pl- clutching your pearls, holding your back. Hello, I'm. Uh, you know, I really want to just squash this like in the past, leave it in the past. But you <laughs> sitting there with your arm up like, what's good, Joy? Yeah. What's good, bitch? Oh, I think I Joy think, should have yeah. snatched that rooster wig oh off your my. head. It Seriously. Was, it was nicely coughed. Well, no, she said it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you were there live and in color. It was, it was, yeah, it was coughed, not coiffed. <sighs> yes, it, it, was, it was coughed. <laughs> That's what you said it right. That, it was that, coughed. That, that too, that too. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I think that, I th- okay, I kind of, uh, I kind of want to give Shay the benefit of the doubt. And <laughs> he was about I, to say the, Bucky. I, <laughs> I kind of want to give the benefit of the doubt. She went the whole Trina route. I, I'm surprised Trina brought Joy because Trina is not for the drama. So the fact that she brought her in to, and, and maybe it was just on the sense of let's kumbaya, let's get this worked out. 
And then when, because Joy was so like not having it, mm-hmm. I think Shay got on her guard and was just like, well, this is the reason why. And da, 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 da. I'm really trying to apologize, right. but da, 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 da. So I really think that she had the best intentions, but because Joy no, no, was but you can't, Shay. No. You can't apologize. Like the, when you apologize and you want to f- be forgiven, like right. that's it. You, you are expect an apology back. back. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this is where the whole thing comes that, from. Yeah. Joy's saying this, look, girl, I don't have a girl code with you. Mm-hmm. This man is my friend. I don't mm-hmm. care that he lied to you. He probably did lie to you. He probably lies. He lies. I see him lie to all these girls. Right. You're not my friend. And that's why I'm looking at Trina like, girl, Trina, stop. I like, was just going to ask Trina, you, what do you think if about? If I saw yeah. Ray, your, your man, out somewhere, you think I'm just going to be, oh, well, you told me, Trina. Right. Trina would go off on Joy. So, girl, no, stop that. That's a mess. That's I, th- a lo- that's... I, th- I think de- definitely Shay came because she's in Miami. She's in Trina and Trickstown. Like, she she definitely, it would benefit Shay not to be in a situation where you see both of them or if not Joy by herself with her crew somewhere mm-hmm. else and stuff pops off because there's not going to be any conversation there. It's just going to be turn up. So I think in, in the interest of just keeping herself safe, she went through Trina in order to apologize to Joy, but then to expect the apology back, that's just a whole a whole another thing. Well, and that's, then, that's the problem. That's what happens. When you go to apologize to someone, you need to just apologize. Yeah, and call it a day. Like, yeah, you don't be like, okay, now yours, your turn. Yeah. Like, that sounds like some kitty stuff. Because the thing is, if the person doesn't apologize, right, and you, one, they have it on tape, so it's not even one of the situations right. I said. It's like she apologized and left it at that, and now a Joy comes at her any sort of way, it's like, nah, I apologize like run run back the tape you know what i'm saying so it's just like you have that in your arsenal and you already know that you two are not gonna be friends unless she's trying to get you know back into pleasure p's bed which apparently i think in the later on in the the for next week she yeah, finds out her and jojo eight. yeah mm-hmm. shay and, jo- and jojo right. and pleasure p are together which right. i guess kind of bothered her but again so. and then that even more so with bucky i'm just like girl again you have no relevant you don't like jojo you've already said this mm-hmm. right. you've already stated this so you're not with pleasure p now so why are you inserting yourself why is she being inserted well, she needs to be inserted she, she needs, needs to be inserted needs, in the show she, she needs, needs to check she she's on the show Amen. because like you said i think i i think that's why she wanted to involve Trina in the situation because that gives her airtime. She now finds out about uh, JoJo and Pleasure P. That gives her airtime. There's, like you said, there's no reason, there's no connection for her. She doesn't. She's not even from Miami. No. Yeah. She moved there because she was with Pleasure P, and that's how that how she was introduced into the show. Although I checked out her, I think it's Shay, Fit by Shay or Shay by Fit or something like that, and she has. I think she lost like 40 pounds. Like, if she puts all that energy into her business, yeah. plus the fact that she's been on so many shows, she probably has a lot of followers, probably has people that, yeah. you know, are rocking for her. That's what she should Do be doing. That. That. I would be so much happier. Like, like honestly, the chick cause... who was on uh, New York and now she has a Slim Fast thing. What's her name? Oh, oh Samaya Reese. Yeah, yeah. Samaya Reese. Like, that's what she... Made over a million yeah. dollars. Don't like... try to... I mean, sh- loving hip-hop should not be the end game for you. No. And what I love about Samaya is like, don't get a twist. That's my fr- my friend. She'll get buck, but she's grown so much as a person. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's why I said, you know, last week, like I was like, I'm gonna give Bucky. Maybe she's coming into this with a different mindset. Nope, you're not. You're not. If you sat at that table and honestly were just like, yo, I'm sorry. I know that's your friend. Right. Like, I'm sorry for what I said, what da da, and didn't expect nothing back. Right. And maybe Joy's not going to apologize to you right then. Right. But you've squashed it now. And maybe in a month from now or a week or however long y'all are filming, Joy eventually will. Yeah. You ain't changing. You're not trying to grow. What she should have done is when they came, she should have stood up. It's like, I thank you guys for coming. If mm-hmm. you started off from that. And then as you sat down and said, this is why, you know, I really appreciate that Trina brought you here and said her piece. She basically was like, what's up, Joy? You ain't talking? Well, she's right. like, like, hi, Trina, yeah. how are you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, Joy, you ain't talking? Exactly. Like, done. We're yeah. done. The tone already. Yeah. Yes, You're bitch, I didn't want to look at you because of what you said be last here. time. Right. I don't want to be here. At the end of the day, you wanted me to be here. Right, because I got my check. Mm-hmm. Like, you Ooh. need yours. And next week, we see uh, Bucky want, now wants to have a sit down with JoJo. You have no reason to talk to JoJo. Mm-hmm. No reason. Then here you are getting Buck, which is why you will always be called Bucky. Oh my. Throwing stuff, calling her a whore. Like, girl, you've literally been around the carousel uh, well, of I mean, reality shows trying she, to date these men. She She's looking for love. We won't call her a hoe. Uh, with who, though? She can call JoJo a hoe. Well, she I'm, shouldn't be calling anybody a hoe. And, and that's all I'm saying. Right. You don't like it when it's done to you? Like, what did uh, um, Yandy say to Infinity? Oh. <laughs> if you don't want people saying negative things, don't do them. So we see that. We see Young Hollywood has a peace offering for Amara. 
I'm excited for that, and because she actually shows up to receive it. And now I don't know if this is going to be a joke. Uh, it's going to go. It's going to go it's left. Gonna I think that he may have good intentions because he did make the hair comment. Yeah. Like I'm not messing right. With I'm that not stuff doing that because he he was oh he was hated on. Uh-huh. But um, I think it's going to go left. Uh, uh, I mean, sure. I, I really hope that out of everybody, like you know, Sydney Star wants to be like Cardi B. Like out of everybody in these two shows that we've currently reviewed, Amada. I hope this season takes her to that next level where. You know, I love her on Love and Hip Hop, but I feel like she can outgrow this and do something even bigger. Her music is, I actually, I like, out of everyone on Love and Hip Hop, I actually listen to her tracks. Well, yeah, her tracks are well, and she's she's been, and of course, the reason why we were introduced to her is because of that whole hair comment, but she's been on shows after that, Mm -hmm. and she's been called back to shows. When's the last time you've seen Veronica, Veronica Vega on a show? No. When's the last time you've seen Sydney Star on the show? Haven't. So, you know, Bobby Lights. Like, you know, you, you might see them on Breakfast Club, but as far as the real and the talk and all these other shows, you're seeing her on these shows. You're seeing her, you know, do well, and people are calling her back. So she's putting herself in a really great position that, you know, some of this stuff she doesn't doesn't even need to bother with. And last thing before we bounce out is so funny you said call back because you know who hasn't had a call back? Alexa Sky. We saw her uh, the she first had a two episodes. With, um, Black girl, China. Black China. They fighting and everything. Mm-hmm. No more loving hip hop New York though. Well, maybe Look. because uh, she's just not good at what she's doing. Wasn't um, she supposed to be a rapper too? That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. I don't think that that's going too well. Well, I mean, she is dealing with her daughter, and you know, paying for all that stuff. So, I don't know. Hmm. It's I, I I it's one of those things where you know uh, Alexa Sky and even Masika and and these ladies who are apparently looking like they're doing well. It's like I don't know what they're doing to make that type of money to afford that type of lifestyle. It's more of like jealousy. Like, what are you guys going? Like, I need to know this formula too because y'all live in nice and you know no albums being dropped. Yeah, but you probably wouldn't do some of the stuff that they would. Oh, anyways. All right, so like we did uh, mention or we did see uh, Sin dealing with sexual abuse when she was five. If you or someone you know has ever been sexually assaulted and need help, you can go to the hotline 1-800-656-HOPE or visit RAIN, R-A-I-N-N dot org. Absolutely. All right, that is a wrap. We will be here next Monday after Love & Hip Hop New York. I'm Lim Gonzalez, your favorite uncle, and you can find me everywhere at... Liv Gonzalez. <laughs> Yo, and I'm Cousin Jesse. <laughs> you guys can hit me up at DJ Jesse J. Please make sure to share the show with your most ratchet loving hip hop loving friends. And after you do that, go rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe. I'm TK Trinidad. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. See you guys next week. Stay petty and stay blessed, y'all. Boop. Yeah. Wow. Love and Hip Hop The T is a production of Revolver Podcast and VH1. <laughs>